Welcome to Mental Health News Radio. I'm your host, Kristen Sunanta-Walker. Just what are we going to discuss? The intimacy that is mental health. Let's continue to make it as comfortable as discussing brain health or heart health. This show has been on the air for several years and we have amazing co-hosts. And then we created a network of podcasters on mentalhealthnewsradionetwork.com, a place where every possible facet of mental well-being can be talked about openly. My show, after several hundred interviews, the format is this. Intimate, deep, funny, touching, sometimes uncomfortable, but always vulnerable conversations with interesting people. The goal is to have you, our listening family, many of you who have become my good friends, feel as though you are listening in on private conversations. Thank you for tuning in and becoming part of this amazing journey with me and now with our network of podcasters. Just knowing this podcast might be helping any of you realize you are not alone on this journey called being a human being makes doing this podcast worth every second. Hey everyone, Kristen Sinatra Walker here. I am here with Dr. I, and we just did our show, Suicide Nation, introducing her to our network. She's joining me today for this interview. Hello, Dr. I. Hi, Kristen. (laughs) And we also have someone I just met earlier this week, James Asher. James, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we met at the Michigan Student Mental Health Summit that was done in Lansing. And I wanted to ask you, we'll we'll get into what that was about, but were you surprised at how many people actually showed up? You know, I have to say I really was. Um, This is a conversation that is long overdue. It's really sad because, um, like I learned there, every 15 minutes, somebody, mental health is just a serious problem and we're not having that conversation with our schools and our administrators but I just think that by having all those people there I think that says something and I think it says that Michigan at least the schools are ready to start um, cracking down on what really is a crisis. Absolutely I thought it was phenomenal I thought it was you know when we heard about it because I know this is the first one that was done what was phenomenal about that was you know, everybody there, including Matt Alley and, you know, all the other people that helped set this up, you know, we didn't really know what it was going to be about and how it was going to be since it was the first one. But even with that, it was awesome to see standing room only for mm-hmm. everything. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I, what so, I liked about it is that in the little breakout sessions, um, the different schools could kind of go to what might mean more to them. So kind of gave you some options and everywhere no matter what meeting all I saw was standing room so I think I totally agree with you there yeah it wasn't just our session it was every single session there were people sitting on the floors and the aisles everything and it was administrators it was students that and I saw I did two sessions two breakout sessions and um you know, a lot of the people, mostly students that were in the first session came to the breakout session, which I thought was great too. So um, tell me, you know, you're very articulate, James. I can see why you do what you do. <laughs> tell me and tell our listeners a little bit about you and your background and, you know, why why are you so articulate? Um, thank you. Um, well, like uh, Kristen said, my name's James Asher. Um, 
I go to Portage Northern High School. Um, as a child of adoption, mental health has always been something that's in my life. I've never had, you know, those mental health thoughts, but it's definitely affected my family. And when it affects your family, it really affects everybody. So it's something that I'm very passionate about. A couple of years ago, kind of a little sidetrack, I started getting involved with my community and I started working on different campaigns. I don't want to get too political, but it's a, it's a, it's a problem and it definitely needs to be solved. So that's why it's another reason why I started getting involved with campaigns. And right now I'm currently the political director to a wonderful lady named Bronwyn who's running for state representative. Um, and something that I hear all the time is in the community is the lack of conversation about mental health. Right. So um, when I went to the mental health summit, I learned so much, but I also got to bring so much back to my school and I had the amazing opportunity to meet you and I'm so happy to be on the show. Well, I'm glad you wanted to come on. I was really surprised. Well, I won't say surprised. I was saddened by how many students came up and the things that really bother them, the things that they're struggling with when it comes to their mental health, especially as it relates to things like social media or their smartphone. It hit me in the gut, even though I nothing that anybody said, you know, wasn't for real, but it still just hit me in the gut that I could tell this was these, you know, they're really suffering. This isn't fake. This isn't, you know, the hot topic of today. This is I'm really suffering and struggling. And that was that was painful, you know, painful to witness it. Definitely. Yeah, I, so, told, I agree with you. Yeah. Tell me, you know. You asked actually a really good question. It was about, you know, banning phones or not banning phones. So do you mind, ex you know, telling that to our definitely. listeners what that question De was? Definitely. So um, kind of a question that was kind of surrounding the day a little bit, I think, for most students and I guess administrators was the idea of banning phones. And my question to some of the people that say that we're banning phones is, is that, isn't that just hiding the problem? I had a good conversation with one of the wonderful guys who was on the panel with you. I can't. I, I'm forgetting Is his name. Sayan Garcia, possibly? I think it was him. The, the youngest one on the panel. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. that was Sayan. <laughs> he was a very nice guy, and he put it in a very interesting way, and I could not agree more, is that colleges, they don't care whether you fail or succeed. They don't care whether you have your phone or not. We need to teach our youth how to manage their time properly, and I think that even if college isn't the pathway for some people, just in the workplace, knowing when to have your phone out not uh, when it's okay and not to have your phone out is something that I think our youth needs to learn. So that's why I asked that question because I feel like banning the phones is just hiding the problem because you know right at four o'clock or whenever time students get home, they're going to be on that phone from four o'clock to eight o'clock at night or however late. However long, yeah. Something that I thought, thought was kind of funny is because um, you guys were talking about how we get addicted to our phones, but in that room, there were multiple students that were on their phone, you know, checking Snapchat and things. And yep. just if you can even, you know, go five minutes to take a second to learn some things about the addiction, it's really an addiction of phones, then I think that it just proves your point even more. Agreed. Agreed. I want to ask you, Dr. I, about this because, you know, you're working in the Native American community. I know you're working with adolescents all the way on up to you know, an, an elderly population, how has this particular issue, what have you seen in terms of its saturating population that you work with? Sure. So first of all, in the res, we don't get great reception. So that, that kind of curtails some of the problem with uh, being on smartphones and having access to different digital 
devices. But I find a lot of people, they post and they stream live situations that are very risky. For example, when they're talking about suicide, a lot of the teenagers will post about their depression and their plan. And it's become uh, a problem because some people read it and they don't know what to do with that. Other people, you know, will call the authorities or we'll see them in the emergency department. But it's like this thing that always has to be monitored. And, and for teens, it's like it's part of their autonomy and their emerging identity. And so it's hard to kind of control right. it in certain ways. So it's just a really complicated problem. Absolutely. I was thinking about that too, James, where, you know, you're seeing that too. It's, I had this conversation today and you can tell me if I sound like a grandma when I say it, but I was thinking it isn't so much, you know, that kids, kids or people your age have an issue with making friends or how to really connect with someone. It's the, I, the, the advent of technology, the way that we use it today has actually just stripped away the ways that you typically go mm -hmm. to meet friends, the ways that you typically are social. So it's kind of like, to me, it feels like it's like showing someone or handing someone a pair of chopsticks and saying, here, eat your food, and they have no idea how to do it. Mm -hmm. So it, you can't sit and shame a teenager for, well, you need to just learn how to have eye contact and you need to learn how to you know, say hello and speak to another person not using technology that argument doesn't really hold any water. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I think that you have a very good point there. And I totally agree with you. You, you don't sound like a grandma at all. That's the truth. Um, <laughs> many of my friends, <laughs> many of my friends um, call me old school. And I guess it's good to be old school when we're talking about this issue is, yes. um, I have my smartphone, but I like my friends and I like talking them to their face, but lunch every day, lunch comes around, everybody whips out their phone, and they're just on it. It's, like, it's not even like we're there. I mean, I always say that smartphones have made us connected globally, but it's really disconnected us locally. And, Absolutely. Uh, um, I had some friends over one time and, you know, it was, we were, I was thinking in my head, you know, we're going to have a good old time. We're going to go out and you know, do whatever friends do, play tag, whatever. But no, people are always on their phone. They're either texting girls or, <laughs> right. or um, always focused on the phone and, it as a as somebody that likes to do things old school, it's frustrating, and I and I do understand why many parents and schools think that banning cell phones or just the phone is the problem. It's definitely something that I'm glad we're talking about. I agree, and you know what's interesting is I felt like when we were there, we were being asked to give the answer to this problem, and I kept saying, and I I get it. We are all starving for what is the answer? How do we deal with this? But the reality is. That's why we're talking about it because we don't have the answers. I certainly don't. Mm -hmm. Neither did any of my colleagues that were up there. We're just, we just want to talk about it, gather as much information as possible and see how we can help because what we think might be helpful is mm -hmm. probably not going to really be helpful because your generation is dealing with something that we have never had to deal with at the level that you do. Definitely. And um, I just, you know, when all these teachers and these administrators talk about banning cell phones, I ask myself, have you guys taken the time to talk with your students, not about like putting your phone away, but why they're always on your phone? And is there a way that we can guide you so you're not doing that? Right. I think it's right. that conversation because this is, 
this is years and years of not just the bones is a new thing, but this is years and years of not talking about mental health and we need to treat it what it is, a health uh, healthcare crisis. Now you're speaking my language. Thank you. Yes, (laughs) I was talking about mental health when I was younger than you. And let me tell you, it was not popular. And it was interesting because I just had an email from someone today who doesn't want to join our network. They're probably my age, so in their late 40s. And that's fine because we have, you know, a lot of people wanting to join all the time. So we're not hurting for people that want to talk about mental health. But it was so weird, James, because you know what they said in their I don't want to be involved. They said, well, I don't want my company to be aligned with any business that is called mental health because that would be bad for business. Mm -hmm. uh, That's really sad. My my mouth dropped to the floor. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? I'm sorry if a, I'm, I'm sorry to that business, but if a 15 year old is going to go on air and talk about mental health, I'm pretty sure that it's okay for a business to do it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I, I was just shocked. I was shocked. I, I wrote her a nice email back, and I tried not to be shaming, you know, because that never that lands like a a club foot. That's that's not yeah. how you reach people. But I was just like, listen, you know, thank you for informing us of of your belief. I didn't realize that people still thought that way, and we have more work to do. Yeah. 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 And let's just hope that maybe that business hears the podcast today. I hope so. I hope so. Oh, not to join. You know, it's okay. You don't want to join, but my God, don't have a platform of however many people follow you and have this as your core belief system. Definitely. That's frightening. Just to pretend it's, it? let's pretend it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Let's just, let's, let's just do what we've been doing for the last 50 years. Wow. It hasn't worked. Exactly. Well, James, tell our listeners um, where they can find out more about you. And then definitely I want to talk to you about potentially doing a podcast, but we'll do that as an after show. So first tell our listeners, where can they, where can they find more about you? Definitely. Um, so you can find more information about me. It's uh, jamesasher1.wixsite.com. It has some more information about who I am, um, a little bit of my story. It's mostly my school campaign website, but I put a lot of different, a lot of different information up there. That's the best way you can reach me. I'm also available through email at j.asherkazoo at gmail.com. I know it may be weird to put in my email, but honestly, I'm an open guy. And if you hear something today that you want to talk about, uh, anybody who wants to reach out to me, feel free. Absolutely. Dr. I, thanks for coming on and co-hosting with me impromptu last minute. Sure. (laughs) James, I'm glad I got to meet you. Stay on. We're going to chat for a minute after, but I wanted to say thank you for coming on today. Yeah, it was nice talking with you, Heather. Yeah, you too. Listeners, stay tuned. You'll hear more about James in our next episode. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Mental Health News Radio. I'm passive aggressive, but never without good intentions. I heat up and act on my emotions. Thanks so much for listening to Mental Health News Radio. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and hundreds of other podcast apps. Or you can visit our website at mentalhealthnewsradio.com. If you have a question or would like to be a guest, become a podcaster on our network, or join the amazing organizations that help keep us on the air, please email us at info at mhnrnetwork.com. 
Get ready for that special goodbye from our resident therapy dog, Miles, and a special thanks to Emily Sohn for letting us use her incredible song, Cordial, for our podcast music. Listen to the full song on SoundCloud at emily.sonne. Don't be surprised when I don't hate on you. After all we promised, we'd be cordial. Sometimes in you I can fight it. Good boy.